up with me and you at the helm. <laughs> the Hoyle for it every year. It's run dry. Hey, hey listen, that man's contributed to the decline of a Bemiang, man. Slap him in that. You should get the sack for that alone, fam. And the Ozil situation as well. That's a bad. That's a bad thing. Look, the Aubameyang lack of goals. The Ozil situation. The Guendouzi situation. The Saliba situation. The Pepe situation. Look, hey, for, for, that, for that, for that. <laughs> <you know? laughs> oh my! Hey, no, no, no. You know what? You I will say this though. He's got ideas that I really like in it. The but, FA Cup but, saved him. It saved him. FA Cup win that is FA Cup. what is oh keeping God. him like. You know, like this. You know what they say, like <laughs> just like that. Yo, juicy. I'm in a battle like Vidic. Yeah, man, I got 90 minutes. I got my eye on the ball, but I see red on my right, no Kimmich. But if you reach this pocket, I'm gonna see cards from Dean. That's a one match ban from leagues, so I can't ride out for the team. So I can't ride out for the team. If they ask me who the goal is, I gotta say Nicholas Bentner. I know I'm just joking, everyone knows that Messi is better. I'm trying to get my sterling up in the city, so see if we play. As soon as my child can walk, it's straight project Mbappé. But all the verbal, as soon as I hear that whistle. We get straight to the action Come on lads, where's the passion? passion. Do like Alamazzini, wear headbands for the fashion Gucci. If the defenders drop back, we counter and then attack them I got my eye on the ball I got my eye on the ball, yeah, yeah. I got my eye on the ball I got my eye on the ball, yeah I got my eye on the ball I got my eye on the ball Yes, yes, people, it's your boy Daniel. We're back again for another episode. It's that terrible trio. It's the front three. It's the mandem. The front three you don't want to see on any given day, except today or whenever you're watching today's episode. <laughs> I hope you're all doing blessed. What are you, man, saying, man? I hope you're all good. Good, man. It's always a good day when you win, man. I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm sweet, man. I'm that, sweet. Man. Um, yeah, feeling good. I mean, first time in a while that um, me and Josh can say we collected three points on the same weekend, and Darren's maybe uh, didn't didn't get full points. But I mean, top of the league, so we c- can't really complain. I mean, we're, we're all given half smiles. Or no, Josh should be in full full swing. Bro, I'm I'm, I'm brimming. Josh is I'm brimming. Yeah, yeah, Josh is I'm brimming. brimming I'm brimming. <laughs> brimming with confidence. I hear half smiles. Around, but now, nah, man. Before we get into today's episode, just make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Make sure you follow us on all our socials at Eyes on Ball TV, um, on Twitter and on YouTube, obviously, and then at Eyes on Ball TV underscore on Instagram, where you can see all of our videos, all of our content, and whatnot. But yeah, boys, lads, um, game of the weekend: Manchester United versus Liverpool, the age-old rivalry. Two of the biggest clubs, if not the two, if not the two biggest clubs in London or London in the Premier London? League. Sorry, um, <laughs> yeah, I was moving mad. Moving mad geography moving messed mad. up, my bro. Yeah, moving <laughs> mad, moving mad. Two of the biggest clubs in England in the Premier League. Um, what did we think, man? Underwhelming to say the least, now. Yeah, meaty game, man. Yeah, I like definitely. I fell like, like, like asleep for it, bro. I can't lie, man. Meaty, man. <laughs> Mm. Um, them ones, fam. Them ones. Yeah. Damn, yeah. What do you think? Yeah. So, similar to Josh, not the best game. 
not much fireworks, not much going on. Um, I think both teams left a lot to be desired, you know, didn't really create any clear cut chances like that. Um, I think Allison actually made a couple big time saves towards the end, but um, just to talk about us, I think our performance wasn't great, struggled to keep the ball. Um, should have done better with the chances that we were creating, you know, Rashford uh, not being able to time his runs, being offside so many times was frustrating. Scott and Fred, um, you know, the passing was just poor. Um, Bruno obviously didn't really show up. Um, yeah, so I think we, we weren't great. But um, to be honest, the performance, I, I look into it a little bit, obviously, you know, because that is obviously projecting in terms of how far we can go as far as competing for the title. But to be honest, I went into this game saying a point has come and we got a point and I'm, I'm happy with it, man. Still top of the league. Just got a, as we said, you know, it, it's it's the games that we got coming up that will determine whether it's a good uh, good point or a bad point. But for now, I'm think, happy with it. I think um, it's been the story of quite a few of the like the headlining games we've seen this season, man. I even think back to the the City United um, derby. That was another meaty game as well. Um, Fam, us against but... Chelsea, us against yeah, Arsenal. Um... Ooh, yeah, dead it's, game. Been a, it's, it's been a lot of meaty games where Man United have been involved, man. But I wouldn't pin it on Man United. You know what I'm saying, but um, yeah, man. I think it was just it was, it was an average game. I feel like for United, though, the thing is we're coming to a point in the league now where I know we, we, the, the story so far this season has been that it's been quite unpredictable. You don't know what you're going to get week in week out. But we're seeing now with some of the top sides, um, we're picking up the points against the team that we should be picking up the points um, against, which is normal procedures. So I think for United, what what is gonna make you title contenders or not title contenders is these kind of games, man. The big games. You need to be picking up the points against do you know what I mean the harder challenges, man. Um this season you guys haven't done too badly, but it's not something that you've excelled in. And I think that that is we haven't seen a, a Premier League winning team that hasn't been able to beat the big six. Do you know what I mean? Or win at least fifty percent of their games against the big six, man. So I feel like for United, that that's gonna be the next challenge. I feel like you guys are consistently getting the points against the team that you should be picking up the points against. But it's gonna be these kind of games that really, you know what I mean, it's gonna be a difference. You know what I mean, later on in the season, man. So that's kind of answering Daniel's question. Man. Like, will, will this come? Will this come back and bite you in the ass? Um, you never know, because it's you know what I mean, it's it's not a loss. Um, you don't deserve a win. I don't really think neither team deserves a win, but. In the grand scheme of things, these are the kind of games that you look back at and think, if we play better against this team, then, do you know what I mean? Things could have turned out different, man. For real. For, real. For me personally, though, I'm not going to lie. I mean, you said you're not going to pin it on United, but I am. I can't even lie to you, man, because every time United are involved in a game, it's all about the approach, man. And I've not really been impressed with the approach. There's been certain games that I think United could have taken by the scruff of the net if they showed a bit of bottle. I tell you, if you Oli showed a bit of bottle, but as well as as well as Oli, the players, man, show a bit of adventure. You've shown you can open certain teams up, so why not take that initiative and take the game by the scruff of the neck? Show that you are here, like you're here to ball, like you deserve to be on the pitch with these men. Do you know what I'm saying? Fair enough, Liverpool popped the ball really nice. That Liverpool were the better footballing team, but United had the best chances of the game. Bruno Fernandes had a, a sitter. I believe he scores if it's against um, Burnley. Like, he should be scoring that. Pogba had his chance, which, although it was a great save by Alisson, when I look back at it, fam, he shot it straight at the keeper. All power, no um, precision. Do you know what I'm saying? 
Um, I believe there was one more chance as well that I think United could have had. But even if those were the two, those were the two chances. Those were the two biggest chances of the game, and United didn't take them in it. I would even say I'd make the argument that United defended well. They they stifled Liverpool. Like there was no clear cut Liverpool chance where it was like guilt edge. Like oh my days, they missed this. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's, mm. it was United that had those moments. And for um, me, like I said to Darren, I under, I totally understand the idea that you came into the game where a point would be good, and this Liverpool side is still good enough. Well, it's still a, the best team in the league. So you have to kind of say, yeah, cool. But remember, we were talking about it last week and you even agreed with me when the facts change, the opinions have to change too. And on the balance of play, bro, you've got to be a bit disappointed that Liverpool coming into this game with um, Henderson playing centre-back. Well, you've got to um, score a goal against two centre-mids playing in centre-back, bro. Trent, Trent, Trent not in the best form. Robertson flying forward. So there was always that space at left-back there. So, like, I, I just think you, you will look back on this game and just think... Uh, maybe we could have got more out of this. Do you know what I'm saying? And mm. you should be a bit disappointed because, like I said, you want to hold on to that top. Like, look, let's let's cut the let's cut the crap in it about like we're lucky to be in the we're lucky to be first. Look, you're first, like, and you deserve to be first because you're there. Do you know what I'm saying? So why not do everything you can to stay there rather than be on the defensive and try and hold on to what you have? Do you know what I'm saying? Go on mm. the attack. You have and the I think, to do that. I, I, think, think, I think I think I think that's very. More. I think that's very telling as well, Daniel, man. Like, Dan, Daniel, um, Darren said that he came into the game thinking a draw would be good enough. But you've got to think, bro, this is a Liverpool side that is quite depleted, man. They're, they're arguably their best player still out injured. Like I said, they, they walk into a game playing two um, centre-mids. Their most informed player is Do you know what I mean? Um, that's what I'm saying. So you got to think, if this, if this was Man City coming in against Liverpool now and, and City coming up against a Liverpool side playing two centre-backs and we come, we come out of the game scoreless there'll be uproar man and you know I mean you, you guys are first <laughs> do you know what I'm saying so are you are you first just because you're in a good run of form or are you deservedly first do you know what I mean and just based on your 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 um your answer to me Darren bro it just seems to me as if like you lot are just getting by do you know what I mean because you walk yeah, into, like, you walking into this game thinking a point is good enough that's not really the mentality of a championship winning team man do you get what I'm saying um but that's what I'm saying there was another point I was going to make as well, man, when Daniel was talking about the scruff of the neck, and I think we'll get into it a bit later, but... Uh, do you know what I mean? Like I said previously to you, man, before the, the recording started, man, Daniel was calling out KDB to take games by the scruff of the neck in big games, man, and th- this is the Bruno Fernandes that you, man, are talking about as the best player in the league, but in a ga- against the top six, he ain't really been the best player in the, top, in, in, in the Premier League, man. Do you get what I'm saying? This is another game that you can literally take by the scruff of the neck, and it's another game that he hasn't done that. Do you know what I'm saying? So... Bro, if Bruno scored, man. if Bruno scored that chance, that would have been the biggest travesty in the history of football because he would have grabbed <laughs> the goal again after a, a terrible performance. Like it would have been mad. Like everyone would have been on him because it would have been another goal contribution after a terrible performance. Like it would have just been funny. But nah, going through Darren, what do you think? Like, do you think do you think it's fair? Do you think what we're saying is fair or what? Um, just to add to what you're saying, and you also had the free kick, which could have been another madness. But um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I no, I think what you're saying is fair, but it's not reality in it. Like, like expecting us to perform at the level of City and Liverpool, who have been the champions the past three, four years, it's just not realistic. Like, we we may be top of the league, but we're not like a we're not that good of a team. 
Do you know what I'm saying? Like our last couple performances, we've really been getting up, scraping over the line. Um, Burnley, we scraped over the line. Wolves, we scraped over the line. Um, but then you, got, but then, but then you got to say that games where you don't play that well and you still get wins, that is requisite of a title winning team as well, though. No, obviously, definitely. But that's what I'm saying in terms of that's only important when you can perform at top top level again, consist not consistently, but like mm. most of the time. Do you get what I'm yeah, saying? Now, when it comes to us, it just feels like our top top level is is it rarely rarely happens. Do you get what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah, Rashford, yeah. we know Rashford is a is a is a boom or bust kind of player. Rashford is either he's amazing. Or you're looking at him like Marcus. We need we need more from you, Bruno. Mm. Very similar. Um, it's either he can be great, get you two goals and assist, or it's like Bruno, you can't make a pass. So um, I agree with you guys are saying in in terms of the expectations. Um, I just feel as though like we're not we're not City or Liverpool. Like that's just the truth. Like whatever we expect to see, we're not gonna get that. All right, cool, and I understand that. But the reason why I'm kind of tired of this narrative because there's only so it's only so long that you can carry this on, bro. This team is almost it's it's gonna you're gonna go a year unbeaten away from home. If you go unbeaten away from home for a year, you are not a bad side. You are a good team. Like not any yeah, team can just go and do that. No, and that's my point. That's one, two. Liverpool and City had to get the job done before we crowned them good teams. Like, getting the job done as well as is, is, is part of being a good team. Like And in that United team, no one has got the job done before. The same as the Liverpool team, no one had got the job done before. They had to get go and get the job done. So that thing of, we're not ready, we're not this, like, it's, it's not about necessarily, or you can't make the argument of, hold on, you, you can't make the argument of... Um, we're not ready yet or blah, blah, blah. Because at the end of the day, you don't really have the Premier League winners littered in your team. So you've got to build that new culture with the team that you currently have. And getting the job done is a part of the process. Do you know what I'm saying? That was the same questions we had at the Liverpool team, getting the job done, getting over the line. And that's the same question we have of Man United, getting the job done, getting over the line. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's yeah, why I really like that narrative. Yeah. But what, you, what you're saying is not what I was saying. I'm saying performance-wise, we're not of that level. I'm not talking about winning trophies and building the culture and stuff like that. I'm just talking about actual level of performance. We can't perform at the level of City or Liverpool. Like It's just Why not going you? to happen. Why can't you? We're, we're not as good as a team. We don't have as good of a manager. Like We, we just don't. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's just a reality that we face. We are top of the league. You know, We are on a great run. But mm. we've still got some developing to do, man. I think this game so, just highlights the fact that, you know, we, we've got a lot of holes to fill. Like, our midfield today was horrible. You know what I'm saying? Marcus, Marcus has got to do better for him. Like, he, had, he had numerous uh, opportunities, but he kept finding himself offside. Um, I think it's just, we've got a lot of ways to go. In it. We're top of the league, but yeah. it's, 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 we're, not, we're not the best team in the league. Like, if we're being so honest. When, would, you, would you say that if you guys don't manage to win this Premier League title, would you be disappointed? No, how can I be disappointed if we don't win the league? No, fam. It's, for me, I've said it. Um, I, I don't know if it was last week or so that Daniel asked me, like, what does Oli have to do to um, prove he's the man? I just said, stay in and around the top. Just prove that you deserve to be there, up there with the Liverpools and the Cities, and um, get, get, get the performances to a level where it's like, boom, now we're performing at a level, maybe not this season, innit? but as the team is developing, because we've still, we still got 
a young team as the team is developing improve the the level of, levels of consistency improve the performance and listen if we can win while we're doing that that'd be great i think that's the, the position we're in now isn't it we still got a way to go but we're just winning while we're while we're improving mm. all right cool let me ask you this then cool Ready for every march april we're in april now yeah and you've got you, you've played Leeds now. You've beaten Leeds. You're one point off top. Liverpool are one point behind you. Uh, Man City are top of the league. You've, you, your next game is Liverpool. Or your last one, two, three, four, five games is Liverpool, Aston Villa, Leicester, Fulham and Wolves. Will you expect the title with, the, with those runner games? Let's say you, you're in April now. Four games left. You've got those teams left. Will you still be saying, can I be disappointed? Like, I won't be disappointed if we don't win the league. Like, where does that, um, not excuse, but where does that reasoning stop? Where does it basically end for you? In terms so you can never expect the league. Fam, I don't know. Last, last, like, saying last five games of the season, we're one point behind City. Like, we, as you said, we got Liverpool in there. We got Leicester in there. We got Wolves in there. Tough teams. Like, I'm not going to say because there's five games left and we're one point behind, we have to win the league. Do you know what I'm saying? I think it's an achievement to even be one point behind City at that stage in the season. Like, at the end of the day, it's, it's you know, there's one title every year and we're not the best team, so I, I'm not going to expect us to win it. It would be great if we did, but listen, we can... We, we, we're building, that's that. the truth. We are I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not the NBA. I'm, I'm not There's one title, but you can win so much. Yeah, I'm not hearing it, man. I'm not hearing it. I feel like... Yeah, no, no, I'm talking about the league. I'm talking about the league. I'm not talking about cups and stuff like that, obviously. You know how I feel even, about these the semi-finals. No, but even in the league, in that situation, I just think you should be... ex. Like, I just don't know how I can agree with that, innit? Like, you're saying in that situation where you're in and around... And it's not even like you're far behind. You're literally in and around. You can't say to your team, "Ah, right, cool, let's try and go for the league. Especially in games. We've seen United beat teams. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You're saying try. Teams. You're saying like, that's what I'm saying. A lot. There's a lot of caveats that you're saying. I'm not going to say, Why guys, if you, don't, if you don't win the league, do your shit. Or if you don't win the league, you've underachieved. No, no, no. If you don't win the league, like, no, it's, it's a disappointing season. No, bro, because we can't just say, oh, uh, you know, it's a it's a new starting point. You should win the league from from this point moving forward. No, there's co- important context. How have we been uh, prior to that? Do you know what I'm saying? How have our performances improved? Like, there's a we, we have to look at it throughout the whole season, isn't it? And uh, I just think if we are in the mix. Then that's that's great, man. It is what it is. I don't know. I just guess. I just I'm, I, all I'm saying is I think the question: the team that wins the league isn't necessarily going to be. Um, the team that's been the best performers throughout the whole season. Because as we've seen, City are now having the purple patch that Chelsea had once upon a time, that Liverpool have had once upon a time. Who knows whether City will extend it and make it longer than what these other teams have had, or they will also have the purple patch. So for me, really and truly saying that because we're not the best team in the league, look, the best team in the league might not win the league. Leicester might, Leicester are still there and thereabouts. Like they could go and surprise us again and win, win the league again. Do you know but what I'm saying? There's a lot of I think the, ifs, I think the, the team that wins is the best team, man. Surely, 
That's what I'm saying. Like, maybe, yeah, no, maybe, maybe course, not the best course, on paper, but the team that wins has to be the yeah, best. Yeah, no, team. that's what I'm saying. I'm going, I'm going off of what Darren has said, but not the best on paper because he's obviously saying Man United aren't the best on paper. But of course, mm. the best. No, I'm saying he ain't the best. Stop. But then he's, but he, he's also said that they ain't the best performers either. They, they rarely reach yeah, that, the that performance that you can say, okay, cool. This, this is a, a title-winning performance team. See what I'm saying? Or performing. Who team has been like. a title-winning performing team though this season? I think so, yeah. But that's what I'm saying, though. We know what the likes of Liverpool are. Not, 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 No, but if you if you look at if you if you look across the board and you look at the teams that let, let, let's let's put it as this in it. No team has been consistent, yeah. As in the exactly, model consistency, yeah. no team has reached that. But if you were to look at the next best thing, I think City have been the one team that have actually shown. But my point them. is, my point is. You just said the next best thing, which means that there's something wrong with the season already. Like let's 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 the, yeah, when but you're saying, saying that like, from from week one, and I know, and that's why my point is this is anyone's title. This is why I think that United can not expect, of course, expect is a big word, but they can say, oh, we sh- we we can be winning the league." Like, of course, they can say that. Like, why can't they say that? I think if I, if I, if Chelsea were in that position, and I think mm. we were saying, "Ah." Oh, we're not the best yet. Like, I still think Liverpool and Man City are better than us. People will be saying, why should we be saying that? Like, we should be... Like, bro, let's let's not get it twisted. Like, I keep but, saying... But like, that's like, what I'm saying, though. Don't let... The logic is the logic. Like, let's just be honest about it. Like, no matter how much of a fan I am, f- f- the truth is the truth, bro. These guys are better than us. City keep the ball better than what? Any team in the world. We just faced them in the cup. They popped us off the pitch. We just faced Liverpool. Liverpool going through one of the worst patches they've had in three, four years. We still they're banging Henderson and Fabinho at the back. We still couldn't score a goal. The facts are the facts, and and fam, it don't matter if I'm a fan of the team. You just gotta say it how you see it. So then, mm. what, what what changes then? How what is it? Only the manager then. So once you get a new manager, then you can compete with the same crop of players. But it's not gonna be the same crop of players. Though. That's the whole point. You gotta improve the squad. You you have to um even if we don't bring in a new manager, all he has to improve. Like there's a lot of things that um I think have to improve in order to be a, a title winning team, innit? Bro, okay, cool. Last just to wrap it up though, last question then. In terms of your team, how many players come into your starting lineup if you if you if you buy well or have your ideal season? Bro, there's there's gaps all over the pitch for me. Uh, in centre midfield, you could get two new players and they could both start, especially if Pogba goes. Um, some people are saying Aaron Bissaka needs um, no, he definitely needs competition. But obviously, you could make an argument about whether um, he'd start every week or not. Um, we need a striker. We need a right winger. There's so many um, positions that we need to strengthen, and we need a centre back. Yeah, I mean, I. I... I don't know, man. I, I think, like, the truth. The I, don't truth. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I disagree with that, but I think that's something for another day where we discuss the holes in people's teams, in it. Do you know what I'm saying? But I, I look because I, I think United team is a very, is a very, very good team, and I think it's a, it's underrated in a lot of United fans' eyes, in it. They're not seeing that this team is actually a good team, and maybe it is the manager. Maybe he's not getting the the very, very best. But then again. At the same time, you're top of the league, so maybe he is getting the best out of the team. So we'll not, we're, we're yet to see in it. I mean, time will tell. You know what I will tell, say? But... I'll say is in t- we're using our squad well in it, but our best eleven, it really ain't all that. Do you know what I'm saying? That's the issue. Mm. Fair enough, in it. Fair enough. Um, just on quickly to the next topic, and what I wanted to talk about is um, just the flock culture. This idea that 
as Premier League fans, we're quick to judge players and quick to write them off. I mean, we've seen it happen time and time again. Especially, I think especially this season, like, um, as more people get on social media, like, and more people are analysing football, it gets a lot more toxic and it's a lot more in your face. Like, it's, it's very easy to write off a player. So, is there a line between you saying that a player won't be good based off what you've seen or it's literally like someone's allowed to say this guy is a flop like he's not he's not good won't be ever be good do you know what i'm saying i don't know if that makes sense my question makes I sense think, uh, but i it, think i understand I understand what you're trying to say um mm. i think i think the difference is this season is that there's a lot more i wouldn't say a lot more but there's a few more teams that can compete so when we're talking about flop culture we're looking at particularly the um, the signers that um Chelsea have made for example so like Werner Havertz and when you when you put things into context Chelsea had a very good season last season so when you pick up these signs when you pick up a a, a Werner who has who, who, who is third in goal contributions last year to to Messi and Lewandowski I believe it is when you pick up a player like that um your expectations are going to rise, of course. And and we've been saying it, bro. The Premier League is the most competitive league in the world, man. And with that comes expectations, man. Do you know what I mean? There, there's not a lot of time for man to come in and ease in. And I don't even think it's, it's just the Premier League, bro. I think it's just big sides. I'll give you an example. I remember when Ronaldo first made his um move to, to, to Real Madrid and, was, and there was a period where he wasn't really performing. And the Real Madrid fans were sticking on him, man, relentlessly. Um... And that's what happens when you're top side, man. You have those expectations. When you make big signings, you don't you don't spend seventy mil on man to come and ease in. There's no time for seventy mil to ease in, bro. We slapped a lot of money on your head. You got to come in. You got to perform, man. And that's the reality of the situation. That, no, that, 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 is, that, that is that is the business. You can't have your cake. But then the way, question. Man. But then the, the question is though, can you make the argument though? And Darren, you can answer this. Can you make the argument though that it was um, the context matters? Like we always talk about. We talk about context all the time. We, if you buy someone in their prime and you buy someone to come in and instantly perform, that's one thing. If you buy someone because you know that over time this person is going to be the best player at your club, doesn't that give them or allow them? Doesn't Isn't any signing allowed a grace period when moving? Because do you think, basically the question is, do you think the excuse or if you, if you see it as an excuse or the reason that you, players need time to adjust to the league, do you think that's a valid thing? Is it something you don't hear? Because I know a lot of mandem who don't hear that. They they believe that people shouldn't have time to settle. Like it's a job. They should just get on with it and do their thing, whatever they were doing in their previous role. Yeah, for me, it's a case by case thing, man. Like you can't put all guys in the same basket when it comes to that. Like as you said, I think everyone's different. Like some guys come in during um during their prime and they might need a year to you know, get used to the league. And I, I don't think, I think it's fine judging a guy's performance. Like, players play bad all the time. But in terms of, I, I don't think you can say a player is a bad player based on his first season. You can say he's had a bad season or he's not met expectations, but it's hard to say he's a bad player. Do you know what I'm saying? Because the Premier League, as you said, is the toughest league in the world. Um, but again, it, it's all down to um, situation and context. Um mm. I think, I think, yeah, I think you also got to look at as, 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 as this year, not, not even to pick on Werner here, but let's look at, let's look at Werner, let's look at Thiago, yeah, so Werner's come in from, from Leipzig now, who are, are, a, are a decent team 
in the German league, but the, the, they're not the best. I mean, in the German league, but they're not the best in it. You look at Thiago now, who is arguably the best or was the best midfielder in the best team at Bayern Munich, isn't it? So his transition is easier because he's played with top-class players at a top-class level, whereas Werner, he was a big fish in a small pond. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? This, this is just playing devil's advocate here, by the way. And not only that, Josh, just to add to what you're saying, um, mm. Liverpool are, are, maybe they're not playing well as of late, but they're a well old machine. Like they've been yeah, the best team in the in the world for the past couple of years. So it's 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 100%. easy to go in there and you know find your role, take your time, let your feet get wet. Then you especially mm. he he was injured, didn't it? Like he hasn't really mm. played many games. So he's exactly, able to train exactly. with them, build chemistry, things like that. Exactly. And that, that but then, but then so you've got to think for, for, for Chelsea fans, you've got to think though, but if 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 a man was banging so many goals with a mediocre team Arguably, he stepped into a better side now. Why isn't he been able to replicate? And uh, of course, the, the no, I, I agree with is, that. Still. Of course, the Premier League adjustment is different, yeah. But look at the player that a Werner is, for example. He's not a player like a, a Habits. He he's strong. He's quick. So prototypically, he fits into the mold of the Premier League anyway. Do you know what I mean? So why isn't he been able to replicate that same form? But then, of course, you can point to the, the fact that he hasn't really played in the position much this season anyway. Do you know what I mean, Frax banged him out on the left. So that could be a contributing factor, but um, yeah, like I, I said, man, my, not not even just to pick on Werner because obviously no, no, no. Just, but he's he's the perfect yeah, yeah. yeah but that, that that was just example, example it? But just just example. just in general, even if you look at players like Pepe, for example, I think, bro, for the price tag that you had, and not just the price tag, what you were doing before, because if it's a thing where you you brought in a young player who maybe got fifteen to twenty appearances as old club and he's coming to the Prem, then I feel like the grace period is a bit more lenient because. You were growing where you were before, and so we brought you in now to grow even more. But if you're a player like Pepe, who's banging 20 and 20 the season before, why have you come in now and your performances are, are, are so subpar and you slap 72 mil on your head? Do you get what I'm saying? I think that's that's where Pe- the Pepe was fool's gold, bro. I think Pepe only had maybe one or two good seasons before he came to Arsenal. They got too mm. gassed on the numbers, brought him in, think he was going to be some groundbreaking signing, bro. The numbers deceived them. Do you know what I'm saying? Guys can have their best, their best season and then mm. go back to being uh, the middle of the pack player that they were. And to touch on the Werner thing, I just feel like that, that's what I'm saying. I still think he's a good player and I think he mm. will come good, but he's been subpar this season. Both things mm. can be true. Like he, mm. yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Been, he's full of just, short of expectations this season, but he can still go on and exceed them moving forward. Just, just my last point before you, man, go on or whatever, but Another big issue is, like Daniel said, the social media aspect, man. I know that um, I saw Frank in a, in a recent interview. He said that um, when he came to Chelsea, he was the same age as Mason Mount. He was 22 and no one expected him to set the ground alight. Do you get what I'm saying? But we had these expectations on a, on a Mason Mount. He's the same age, but why is he expected to set the ground alight when Frank Lampard didn't really have the same expectation? That's because of social media, man. There's more there's more light on these players. Do you get what I'm saying? So any bad performances, you can get onto them straight away. Whereas back then... There wasn't really that much exposure. I and mean, if a player was young and had a bad game, yeah, he has a bad game. Do you know what I mean? No one really cares about you. You're not, you're not going to get slaughtered on Twitter for it. You can pretty much play your game. But where there's so much involvement in, in, in the social world now, everyone has, a, has an opinion. Everyone's a flipping football pundit now, isn't it? Do you get what I'm saying? For, for, that, night, for that 90 minutes, everyone's, everyone's a manager, man. Everyone's a manager now, isn't it? Everyone's a point to make, man. Everyone's somehow qualified to talk, isn't it? But then, um, look, what, what, I, what I say to that then is, with, with Werner again, because we've obviously spoken about Werner, I'll touch on Pepe as well. Like, for me, just like when you use the Werner and the Thiago example, if I totally flip that 
I mean, Thiago is 29 and he's in his prime, arguably like the prime of his life, playing the best football of his life. Do you know what I'm saying? He's won his Champions League. He's won his leagues in, in the Bundesliga. So he's coming to Liverpool, the best team in the league on top of that as a seasoned vet. And then Werner's 24, on the other hand, the flip side. So he was 23 when he had this outstanding season. And you could make the argument that tw 23 is young. Like, bro, deep the man who are 23. I mean, Eze is 22. So, like, it's it's a young age, do you know what I'm saying? And these men mm -hmm. are still seen as people who are um, finding their way in the world of football, do you know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. as do you think that ma managers play a... I think managers play a big role... Yeah, I don't want to say, Daniel, innit? Um, Go on. The, the age thing, I, be, I think, is becoming less and less of an excuse because... Um, yeah, so many for me... It's a, yeah, it's a young man's game. For me, it's about the opportunity. Like, can you take the opportunity? Um, like, yeah, age is becoming less and less of an excuse because we see young guys coming in and hitting the ground running. Do you know what I'm saying? And also, look at a guy like Rashford. Rashford's, what, 23 as well? And I think he's got over, like, 200 appearances for the club. Do you know what I mean? I so he's got the experience what, what, of a vet. No, but to that point, though, the point that I was trying to make is, like, we're combining, I'm combining the age thing with moving to a new league, coming to a new team. And then obviously to, to um, Josh's point that he's the perfect player to um, Chelsea system or whatnot, I'd make the argument that he isn't because I'd say what we've been, what I've been talking about. And it was Not the Chelsea that, system, but the Premier League. Isn't it? Okay, like, to the Premier League, fair enough. Yeah. But I'm talking about Chelsea now and the team that he's gone to. It's just mm. like when we talk about M the NBA, fit matters. And I believe mm. fit matters in football as well. That's why some players play good in one system and don't play well in another system, fam. When I look at Werner, I just think, and we spoke about it briefly, we touched on it briefly two two years, I mean, two episodes ago. I just think Chelsea's DNA cries out for a striker of the Drogba mode. That's why Diego Costa did so well. Every single time we've bought a striker that works in behind, that wants to work on the man's shot, the, the last shoulder, all of that kind of stuff, it's never worked. Shevchenko, the, the Crespos, the Kesmans, the, the Ratters, the Torreses. I think the, that's more down to the to the manager rather than the coach of the club. Like I don't think. No, 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 no. But you're saying that's you're saying that's down to the manager. But look at Chelsea's culture. Look at how we've played through all the managers we've had. The only manager. But that's who, that's because of the managers, though. It's not like Chelsea's like a defensive, uh, like. I know what you're saying. No, club, no, no. I know what you're saying. But I, what I'm trying to say though is, despite the fact that it is a manager by manager thing. Every single time you have a new manager, you're still adding on to what you're creating as a culture. That's why it's hard. That's why when Chelsea are now trying to switch, flip the switch and bring in a young coach who wants to play attacking football, it's hard to just switch that because a lot of people... Bro, we've still got players who have been part of regimes that were so defensively rigid. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so it, well, it's, it's... I think it's, it's also a matter of Lampard might want to play attacking football, but is he really putting Werner in a position to to to, to be cool the then. guy that do you know what I mean to be the team I, of Werner we've got? Like, cool then. Let me even take let me even take Werner out of the out of the equation then. So because because you've said like first season you're not going to call him a bad player play, bad player. He's obviously underperformed. So we'll see what happens next season. I I, I even think at this point the Werner thing is uh, on to the next next season will really define whether he's good and cut out for this league or whether he's just a flop in general. Let's look at Pepe now second season. You could even make the argument that Pepe's numbers were all right for first season, but he was still grilled because of how much he cost. This season, this season, he's he's completely like he doesn't even look 
good anymore. Like, it doesn't even look like, you know, some when someone had something and you're like, all right, cool, I can see something in this player. Do you know what I'm saying? This season, it doesn't even look like he has that. Is that down to the manager? Is that down to the situation he's in? Is that down to how bad Arsenal are playing? Is it that down to the system? Is it all down to the player? That's what I'm trying to ask. Yeah, I don't think it's all down to the player, man. I think Arsenal should blame themselves, to be honest. Who told them to spend that much bread on a guy that... <laughs> basically... nah, that's not fair. That's not fair. That's Bro, no, fair. listen. I think Pepe had one good season, maybe two. One, all seven two M's. He's the highest, play, uh, most expensive player, I think, in the history of Arsenal. Mm. He is, yeah. And we were Both talking about the list of Arsenal legends. Bro, that's your fault. Like, you fell yeah. for the fool's gold. All right, cool. So n- now you, you said that now, yeah. Let's let's yeah. look at a different um case in point then. Let's look at Rodri, for example, yeah. He's a player that City have brought in now. And when you look at the kind of player he is and the kind of system that City play and the kind of position that Pep wanted him to play, you would look at it as ideal fit, man. Do you get what I'm saying? He's he's a he's a CDM. He used to play in that one CDM role. Um but he's not that combative, though. He's not combative. Yeah, yeah, would, no, no. Would you, say, would you say Rodri's like? Because I'll make the argument. I don't know what you're tra- trying to say, but I was make the argument my, my, that Rodri's been average. He's been mediocre. No, my, my, my point, my point is that Rodri isn't a bad player. He's had a bad City career, but I just personally think that he's not cut out for the Premier League. He's been brought into the Fernandinho role, but I just think that for the way he plays and the kind of player he is, he can go back to Spain and he'll be one of the best CDMs in Spain. Personally, in it, just because the kind of player he is, but. When you mm-hmm. want to talk about the Premier League now, he moves like a truck. You yeah. can't... And, and do you know what I mean? Fernandino isn't the quickest player in the league, bro. Nowhere near. Do you get what I'm saying? But he has the... Do you know what is? I, think, I think not even just to do with like his mobility, but it's just awareness as well. I think yeah. Fernandino has become so accustomed to the league to where... And maybe, maybe it's a time thing, isn't it? Maybe within time, what did you kind of grow into that role, isn't it? But Fernandino knows what he has and he knows what the league demands of him, isn't it? So he's able to perform at the level which we require. But Rodri, on the other hand, I feel like he wants to play his game at his pace while ignoring the demands of the Premier League. And he's not a bad player, like I said, in it. But then again, you can go to Spain or you could probably even go to Italy as well and be a very good player, man. So bro, I think it's, it's, a, it's a lot more than just a player's ability in it. Because yeah, this, that's this, 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 this is a player that has, this a player that has ability and he has the system as well. But okay, cool. Any climate hasn't right, cool, 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 cool. Perfect. I'm even, and it's brilliant that you said that. Someone, a player who's who um is a good player and also comes into the perfect system. Let's talk about Bruno Fernandes then. So why, in all his goal contributions against all the smaller sides, he's playing well, and then now when he faces the bigger sides, he's not able to translate that same success. Because when Lukaku was in the Premier League, the biggest critique of Lukaku is that he couldn't score goals against the big six against the big mm. teams. So Bruno Fernandes is doing the same thing, but he's being lauded, he's been heralded, he's been praised for how he's played. Like mm. they, They're even saying Cantona effect, and that's that's big praise. Cantona effect means Premier League title, turned us from um, t- um, top four contenders to title contenders, basically. That's what they're saying about him. And he basically is having the same Lukaku. That's the truth, though. That's the truth. So then what, what is that down to? Is that down? To, is that as well down to, like, I think the Bruno one, um, the the reason why he gets so um, pray, so much praise is because where we were compared to where we are now. Do you know what I'm saying? The, the strides that we've made, um, largely because of him. Um, do you got know I mean? And we're Manchester United, the biggest club in the world. We need to be at the top. And the fact that he is the guy that's got us back there, do you know what I mean? That says a lot about him. Um, in terms of not doing it against the top six, bro, it, 
that that's that's where he has to now, you know, prove the doubters wrong. That's where he has to show I can do it in the big games. I think it's as I'm saying, we can't expect everything from do you got know I me mean? from Bruno type of thing. Um yeah, I, I just think it's it's case by case in it in terms of Bruno. Um he, he it's it's hard for him to actually really play well because I still believe in terms of when we have the ball, we're not really great. Like, look at Fred and McTominay is Oli's go-to partnership. For me, Van der Beek needs to find a way to get into the, to the team. Like, you have to get... Because he's a guy that knows how to keep the ball, knows how to recycle the ball. He's a guy that makes the guys in front of him better. When you're when you're talking about Fred and McTominay, those guys make the guys behind them better. Do you know what I'm saying? That's what I think. Bruno, he'll, he'll, he'll improve in terms of getting goals against the top six, stuff like that. But... The overall team performance needs to improve for us to see, you know, um, a better version of him. All right, then, final point then. So, if you were to put stocks into Verna and Pepe then, because these are the two, like, let's say, I'll big money signings. single dime into Pepe, bro. What, you think Pepe's uh, done? Ruben Diaz. Look at Ruben Diaz. I'm not putting a dime into him. I'm not putting a dime into Pepe. Nobody's got stocks in Pepe. Nobody. Well, are, you, are you? Are you both done in Pepe? Look, like, you know, do you know me, when I know I'm done personally. When that I'm stock done. is rock bottom right now. Like when, when I feel like when you get onto a player, it's because you expect more from him. I've stopped getting onto him in it because I have no expectations. For real, for I don't real. think he's a player. Of course, of course, like he is a Premier League player, so he's a good player. But I'm talking about from what we envision. Yeah, to yeah be. no, no, no. We understand. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, I don't. I think- I, don't I actually care. think Pepe. What, what he does, I, think, I don't care. I think in another system, Pepe would be a very, very good player. I think United would be good because United are full of dancers, and I feel like Pepe would make a good fit in United. No, <laughs> man, think, think about. It. I actually think Pepe would be a good player for United. <laughs> man said you're full nah, of dancers. You, do you know what the thing is with Pepe? I just think he 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 has no right foot. Like this is the Premier League. I don't, I don't like, think that you, matters. I honestly don't. No, think no, that no bro. Listen, That's listen, listen. If you're if a defender knows you're trying to get it on your left foot every single time, bro, that's mm. easy to defend. We look at Riyad Mahrez, mm. he, we know he wants to get it on his left foot, but he can go down the line. Even a guy like Arjen Robin, um, at his best, we know he wants to cut it back, but they show you I can take it outside as well. That's why that they're real. Pepe's never shown that. You know, so mad, bro. Arsenal should be absolutely kicking themselves. Like their scouting department should be, they should be fired because you had Wolfram. That's Tahar, right, Raul got the was sack. More than willing, Wolfram Tahar was more than willing to come Arsenal, bro. They literally told him that, bro. Like by next week, you should be an Arsenal player, man. And then the next week comes now, and the San Nicholas. Pepe. No, but the difference is Wolfram Tahar is twenty eight and Pepe is twenty five. Yeah, oh, oh, bro, they, they could have spent that money. Years. They could have spent that money on a Jack Grealish. I mean, I, I mean, three years isn't it, that substantial, man. And what, you, you think twenty five and twenty eight isn't substantial? But then you you got to think, you got to think, Danny. You got to think, what am I getting with those additional three years? You're getting a seasoned Premier League player, someone that knows the Premier League, someone hold that on, is more accustomed to the Premier League. I'm not even trying to back um, Pepe on this, but I'm just trying to suppose you, man. That I just to make sure you, man, are clear because Zaha is someone who, like, as as just as much as Pepe, like Pepe, at least showed. Like top class ability, he got his team into the Champions League, um, double double season, like goals and assists, like, and he was good. Let's not get it twisted. He's, he was good, like he was very very good. And Zaha, I think he's had one double double season since he's been in all his seasons in the Premier League. Darren even knows I was going to do a video on Zaha, basically saying that I don't think Zaha has been good enough for his time in the Premier League. Like I just think 
for a guy that the system is centered around him, I don't think it's been good enough. So then you're gonna make Zaha become yeah, that but yeah, but player at Arsenal. I'm yeah, just but, asking yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah, but Daniel, you gotta think, bro. Like in as much as Pepe had a good League One run, bro. For me, the League One is comparable to the Championship, bro. So it, yeah, but we got Hazard from the from League One. No, hundred percent. But then you gotta think. How many men from League One come Prem and bang? I can name you about two. Hazard and Giroud. And the thing is, with Hazard... That's a lie. That's a lie, man. That's a lie. <laughs> Give me more. No, no. That's a lot of guys it. come and do well from the League One. But you you yeah. shouldn't recruit a guy from that league based on the numbers because they can be deceptive. Do you get what I'm saying? I get what you're Arsenal saying. Arsenal didn't bring Pepe in for the system, bro. They, they, they saw 2020 and they got happy. And they were like, yeah, yeah we love that. Guy. Yeah. That's I don't think there's anything wrong with that because he would have Chelsea. Oh, there's a lot Chelsea, wrong with that. I, I just think because United were gonna buy um Sancho. Obviously, there was the market inside, blah blah blah, all of that side, and he would have brought major revenue streams to United and blah blah blah, seven, blah blah blah. But United primarily were going to buy Sancho based off of the 2020 season, nah. No, but it's ba- it's yeah, also but needed consistency. It, what? And no, it's based on the fact. Wait, it's based on since, the fact that we needed. Since he started for, for for Dortmund, he's been he's been one of Dortmund's best players, bro. Yeah, but United were gonna buy him off of one season, though. That's one great season. That's what I'm saying. Again, let me make this point. We needed. We were gonna get him because we needed a right winger, and I then needed it, a right winger too. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's 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 tough because that's when you bring in the marketing aspect. All of that stuff has played a role as well. You know what I'm saying, and I think also the fact that no, also the fact that um he 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 didn't get his opportunity at City, in it. So I think that played a role as well. So so oh, Daniel, no, so Daniel, football. Daniel, talk, talking ba- talking, talking purely on football. If you if yeah. you're if you're a director at Arsenal, does the Nicholas Pepe move make more sense than than the Zaha move? Yes, it does. It does. Pe- Pe- Pepe's younger, and you you we've seen players come from that league, especially someone who not carried, but was the main man in their team, taking them to the Champions League. We've seen players come across, and fam, Hazard did the exact same thing at Lille, won the player of the year at Lille, did his thing at Lille, it's and he didn't even get... Hazard and Pepe. No, but you can't say it. I can, though, because when Hazard... Why? I did not know Hazard was going to be the player he was when he moved from Lille to Chelsea, and no one did. Yeah, but I it's not your responsibility to know. It's not your... You're Arsenal like, should have known. Arsenal should have known. Pepe has done it. For one, maybe two seasons, would you? So, would no, you for the gas? Fair enough, isn't it? Because you've said that even guys like Harry Maguire, you've been angry at the prices that they've paid for these kind of players. And bro, again, I just to disagree with another point you made. You shouldn't be buying players based on numbers. Maybe a striker because he's getting you goals, but anywhere else, it shouldn't be based on the numbers. No. It should be a guy that suits remember, your system, a guy that you see outsiding. Of course, of course. But remember, wingers, especially in today's day and age, when you're looking at a winger, the first thing you're looking at is, is he a winger? Who, like, everyone wants wingers who can score goals. That's like, that's like staple. They want wingers who can score goals. And obviously, Pepe showed. Look, I just think, fair enough. Look at the price. Maybe, seven, of course, 72 million was a stretch, in it? And we don't know why 72 million was the price on his head. Blah, blah, blah. However, I personally don't think there was anything wrong in that move. Just because the move didn't work out doesn't mean it wasn't the right move at the time, innit? And I think they made, they made a decision to pick Pepe over Zaha. And yeah. I, I made the argument that if, if they bought Zaha instead of Pepe, what dramatically changes? What, they move from eighth to like sixth, maybe? They challenge for top four, but don't get it. I mean, but you've got to think you're in a position now where, fair enough, like they, they've picked up some form, but you're in a position now where 
the striker that you brought in to change your club's future isn't banging goals. You need production from your front. The only one that's really producing for you on the front line is your youngster who's at the age of what? What, 19? And and obviously Lacazette comes in. But even Lacazette, he has stints where he plays well and gets you some some goals, whatever. Then he has stints where he's back to just being average. You could have done with a player like Zaha, man. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, he... I, I, I think there's... You can't really put a price tag on Premier League experience, man. In my yeah, opinion, of course, man. of course, of course. Do you get what I'm saying? And, and, and Pepe, Pepe hasn't been able to adjust, man. My thing is, I don't think it's an either-or situation. Like, if you if you need a winger, like, don't say, oh, because we need a guy, we're going to get the best whoever we can find. No, I think it's not the best whoever we can find. Like, don't get someone because you need it. Do you know what I'm saying? It has to be the right fit. I feel like... You could have spent that money elsewhere, bro. You could have got a, a hard centre mid. You could have got someone to replace Urzel. Do you know what I'm saying? You could have spent that money a lot more wisely than saying, oh, a guy has scored 20 and 20. He he gets mm. goals from, from a wide position. Boom, he's the guy we want. Like I think they they, they didn't do near enough um, deep diving to actually understand the kind of player he is. Fair enough, isn't it? I mean, you, I mean, yeah, and we understand. Just the last point on this. But to, to, to give credit to uh, Arsenal, though, sorry, if you really look at the signings that they've made of recent, the big signings that they've made, they've got a pretty good success rate, bro. you got to look at Aubameyang, you look at Ozil, you look at Sanchez. These kind of players that they've brought in, they've all reaped some sort of benefit for Arsenal. So I'm not going to get onto them too much because, again, they have a higher success rate with their scouting network, innit? Do you know what I'm saying? This one's just the one of the ones that unfortunately went wrong, man. You're going far back with that, Josh. They spent how much on Leno? 40 mil? And you could argue Emmy's been the better Leno? keeper this season. You, um, I, I don't think Leno's... But, uh, Leno's not... Leno hasn't been the, bad. Yeah, he's Leno not hasn't the... Been bad. No, I'm just Where, saying. Leno I'm just hasn't saying. Been bad is mostly because of his back line, not due to him. Do you know what I mean? No, but that's, why, that's, why I brought up, that's why I brought up Emmy, that Emmy is there. Emmy has one been one of the best keepers in the league so far. And he was great last season. Like, mm. did you really need to spend that much money on Leno, or could you no, have spent no. that money elsewhere? No, no, no. I'm but remember, I'm Leno was there. Just remember, Leno was there. They made a choice because Leno was injured. That's why Martinez got his chance. So it was a choice, in it. And I don't think there's no, anything wrong with choosing Leno over Martinez, in it. No, I'm saying Martinez was at the club for ten years, and he didn't get an opportunity to prove himself. You bring in Leno, and Martinez ends up being better than Leno. That's a mistake. Do you get what I'm saying? Um, Saliba, it spent 27 mil on Saliba and he's out here tweeting, get me out of this hellhole and stuff like that. Do you get mm. what I'm saying? I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, moves that they've made that have been questionable, man. No, that's fair enough, man. Mm. I agree. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I agree, but all in all, I mean, we're just talking about flop culture and I just think that as fans, especially just because the way we're analysing football and the way social media is moving, just because it's moving at a quick pace, it doesn't mean we need to also move with the flow. Like, come on, let's use our brain. Let's not judge players straight away. I honestly believe, look, the way Werner's playing, yeah, just to wrap it up, like, the way Werner's playing is not how he was playing in the early weeks of the season. And it's just, like, raw. Like, he actually now looks like even a bad footballer. Like, he doesn't even look good. Like, not even missing chances. He doesn't even look like a good footballer anymore. So that just tells me that there's something deeper. Like, I don't know what's going wrong. So we just need to try and sort it out. Obviously, like I said, for me, I think this season's a write-off for him anyway. I think he needs to play his way into form for next season. 
and that's what this season is all about for him because I, I personally think Giroud Tammy deserves starts over him so we'll see what happens with that um just to just, wait just add to what you were saying then at my last point um oh, I can't remember what you're saying oh it's it's, it's gone it's gone move on uh, quickly um what we're gonna do penultimate section we're just gonna rank the managers this season and uh basically on what we believe they're good at how they've been um yeah but well, that's that how good this season or what they throughout their Premier League career what they've done throughout their Premier League career I'd say yeah what the they've Premier done more the general yeah. rather than this season yeah their Premier League career yeah yeah, yeah their Premier League career more general yeah. but this All season right. obviously comes into it okay yeah so the best based on the Premier League career Pep Guardiola <laughs> You think so? I know. First man is Brendan Rodgers. Can we all see clearly, yeah? Yeah. Oh, the picture's down there. Okay, cool. Yeah, first man is Brendan Rodgers, Leicester City. What do we think? Come into the side. I think this is his second season. Brought in Tielemans, brought in Madison, um, got the best out of him, Diddy. Brought in Wesley Fofana. Johnny Evans looking like a new man. So Yonchu hasn't even come back. He's been injured. James Pereira. Justin, Pereira. Yeah. I, think, I, think, I think world-class potential, man. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think he's actually because Josh, you gave him your like underrated manager award. I think when we yeah, did yeah, that, yeah. I think he's actually really underrated. Like, um, I think because maybe not. I wouldn't say that Liverpool move was too soon, but mm. he got harshly judged based on the fact he didn't, you know, um, win that title with Liverpool. But I think he is a really uh, he's actually a top class manager, man. Like, no, I like he is, man. I agree. I think I agree out still. of all the established managers he's the best manager outside that in my opinion i think he, he mm. but established isn't the right word for me because i think he's established like he did it at swansea he did it at liverpool did it at celtic now he's doing that at leicester like, yeah established might be the right word but i mean in, okay out of the world-class managers yeah I yeah yeah he's the next best best like, of the rest yeah yeah basically all right then david moyes west ham i mean west ham are doing well i mean he's got west ham Remember, he was at West Ham initially, kept them up. Then he got sacked. They brought in Pellegrini. Pellegrini was doing a, a horror show. They bring him back, saves them, like keeps them up, gets Antonio firing. They get Ben Rama. Then, not- of course, you have to consider his Man United career as well. So he's done some good, but at the same time, his Man United No, 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 we're not going that far back. We're doing, oh, we're not going that far back? Yeah, we're doing current, like their current yeah. team, how they've been in their current team. Yeah, um, I'll go above average. Yeah. I think I think above average is fair because West Ham, they've done better than I thought they'd do this season, isn't it? Mm. And bro, that um partnership, Sochek and uh, Declan Rice, they've been one of the better duos in the league. I'd even say Sufal's been one of the bargains of the of the summer of the summer. Like Sufal, their right wing back, baller man, oh, serious yeah, baller, for real. And Obana, Obana's hard. Yeah, Josh yeah. above average. Yeah, of course. I, I was in a toss up between average and above average, but yeah, I'll put him above average. Oh, Chris Wilder, Sheffield United, Sheffield United took it's the tough, lead. man. Sack him. <laughs> do, you know, do, you, do you know? Do you know why it's tough? Do you know why it's tough? Because it's like took the league by storm the first season. That's what I'm saying, bruv. He done so well, and now he's doing so bad. And so, if if you're gonna go off the scales, I have to put him in average, man. 
Yeah, I think a third season will be very similar. They've been bad. They've been bad. They're not even going to get a third season. That's the irony. They're not getting it. They're they're on pace to be one of the worst teams we've seen in the Premier League. And I I, I agree with what you're saying about last season, but he botched the um, the Ramsdale signing, botched the Brewster signing. Like, they're on pace to be worse worse than that Derby side that came up all those years ago. And that Derby team. I believe that was impossible. No one could be worse than that Derby team. The thing is, they're actually not. If you watch them today, especially against Tottenham, they play good football that they actually pop, but they just can't finish up their chunk. If you look at their losses, yeah, they, it's been tight games. It's been really mm. tight. Bro, games. That, 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 that's similar to them last season, though. Last season, what they were known for was you can't get goals against them. Now yeah. they're, they're, they're leaking goals. And, bro, we got to put that down to the manager in terms of the discipline, the, um, the you know, the chemistry, the, the the system, it's just not 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 going right at the moment. Mm. I think I think it balances out to average. I don't think he's that bad of a manager to be sacked because I think w- without him, Sheffield United wouldn't even be in the position they're in. Yeah. Um. So I think it balances out to average. Or what, what do we think? No, I, I, I hear I hear what you've been saying. In in terms of last season was a super overachievement, so it balances mm. up. Yeah. yeah. That 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 was my rationale behind it anyway. So average, yeah. Yeah, mm. cool. Oh, listen, this season is abysmal. No, nah, definitely, definitely. Steve Roos, I'm, I'm second. I, I'll take him still. Same ones. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah. you're not a good manager. That Newcastle team played dead football. Um, they're not, they're not good. He went to Sheffield United, played eight defensive players. I swear, this Newcastle side. What was it this season or last season that there was bare hype around him being a flipping titan, fam? Like last season, he did well for them. Last season, yeah, yeah, he kept them up last season. Yeah, they they did well. I, and more well, than where, where, where's the Saudi money they were talking about then? No, no, that that collapsed still. Oh, that, that deal collapsed still. I, I, he's not good enough, man. He's not a good. He, I, you know, he's one of them guys. Look, I'm, if I'm if I'm being honest, one of them guys that just has the network. He has the connects. He shouldn't be getting these jobs. Sunderland, Hull, like he, he has the. His, his, his agent is a madman, isn't it? bro. Like <laughs> um, because he's because he's experienced. You know that man. The way West Brom just sat billeted and bringing Allardyce straight away. Like you know when there was no one else in for the job. It's just the guy. The good that old boys club. That good old boys club. But you know what? Um. I agree with you, man. Newcastle are one of the biggest clubs in the league, like if we're honest. Yeah, and um, stat- they've, yeah, stat- they've been, yeah. yeah, they've been underachieving for a while, man. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm I'm for the second in thing. I don't Bruce think, is I don't my guy though. I don't think he's good enough. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, slap him there, man. That that space needs to be filled up anyway, man. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Parker, Fulham. Um I mean they started average. poorly, but then they they yeah, improved, started playing football. What you think? Average, average. Yeah, he doesn't have the, any redeeming qualities per se, but he's not he's not been terrible in it. I'll put him in that average, man. Let's put average. Um, ignore. Imagine this was Sam Allardyce in it, because obviously Bilic got sacked. Sam Allardyce, what do we think? Average, for what man. he does, for what he does, above average, above, above average. average. For what he does, yeah. I want to put him in second, bruv. The way I see it is, of course, I know what he does and what he's able to do for a team. But then to what end? What's after that? And that's what my problem. Nothing. You stay up. Then, that's then, it. 
But that's what I'm saying. Like managers shouldn't be judged as a stopgap. That's like saying Gus Hiddink is a world class manager then because of what he does. He's able to come in and calm the storm and no, bring parity. Not, 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 not every manager. Gus Hiddink is a G. You know, no, Gus Hiddink is a G. Oh, of course. But then, of course. But then you got, you got, you got, you got to think, um, uh, Daniel. Yeah, you put you put a uh, Jurgen Klopp or a Pep here yeah, in the scenarios that. Um, my man's been in here. How many are they getting out of, bro? He's a merchant at what he does, and you have to give him credit for that. Of course, but are West Brom so, gonna get yeah. out? Is he gonna is he gonna get West Brom out of it? In your opinion, if he's not getting West Brom out of it, how can you call him above average? I'm not basing it off of his career, what he has done. I'm basing it off of West Brom. Obviously, it's a short sample size. So the next best question is: Is he keeping West Brom up? But then the you're saying you're doing. saying sack him, not good enough. Who, who's who's gonna come? Who are West Brom really gonna get in to come and save Fact. them? No one. Facts. Then, and, they, and then they have, have a vacant job. Have a vacant job. Bust, <laughs> have, have, a, have a vacant job. It's, it's, it's hard to judge him based on how many games has he been at the club. Couple games. Like I'm taking into account his CV in terms of the fact that he's never gone down with a club and he's always in scraps. I you know will then throw the argument that he got them knocked out of the FA Cup. They lost to Blackpool on penalties last week. Um, obviously, yeah, they. they yeah, but they lost to Blackpool in a 2-2 um, draw. Like, that's poor. Blackpool are what? League 1, League 2? That's mm. terrible. And then on top of that, obviously, yeah, cool, picked up points against Liverpool, but then got slapped silly by Leeds. And obviously then picked up points against Wolves. So it's, it's a yo-yo thing. Like, is he really above average? I'll say, I'll say, I'll say average, 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 man. Yeah, we'll average, 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 yeah, average, average, man. average. Average, yeah. I agree with that. That average spot is going to fill up, but I'll let him know for now, but... Jose Mourinho. What do world we think? class. Is yeah, he still world class, class yeah? Still world class. Still yeah, world yeah. class. Yeah. Yeah, I think for the, for, the, for that Tottenham team, especially... They, they have no East. right. That's what I'm saying. World class, man. <laughs> this is the Tottenham team that you man laughed at, by the way. And fair enough, they aren't doing what I thought they would be doing, but they're still in and around. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, he's no, class. No, 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 what he's doing with Kane and Son is unbelievable. Bro, world class. What he's doing with Ndombele, bro. Yeah, what he did that, that, no, no, hey, that goal from today is one of the maddest world goals I've class. seen. World class, Bro. world class, dumb, dumb, stupid. Pep, Pep Guardiola, the best. Yeah, Klopp's not the best. The, the best. best. If you want to talk about Premier League in isolation, the best. If Klopp wins back to back, how if, do we if, separate if, them? If we're not, I'm asking. Players. I'm asking. I know. Okay, cool. We're putting Pep number one, but if we were to. I'll say if, 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 Klopp, if Klopp wins another Premier League, I'm putting Klopp ahead of him just because of how it balances yeah. out. Because they've both got two Premier League titles, but then you've got to look at league position and how well they did when they didn't win the titles. When um, Klopp didn't win the Premier League title, he basically won the Premier League title. When Pep didn't <laughs> yeah. win the Premier League title, he didn't win the yeah. Premier League title. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that, that's how... And they got, they got Champions League. Calm. Yeah, man. Calm. So Pep, number one, Klopp, world-class. Frankie. Super Frankie Lampard. What do you think, lads? Average. Think he's yeah, average. Average, average man. man. He's lucky average, I ain't screaming from the waist, man. <laughs> I think I think he might not be in harsh then because you're not factoring in his first season because his first season he overachieved. But then the season where he's expected to achieve, he's not achieving. Balances out, yeah. man. Yeah. But then at and the same the time, is, let's not put too much about. And let, let's not season. even talk about. Let's not even talk about positioning. Let's just talk about. His um, what's the word here? The his competence as actual manager. He's an average manager, bro. If you look at his competence, you're, you 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 spent seventy m's on a fucking striker and you're playing him on left left. Nah, bro. You 
you're the striker that you should be playing in Giroud, you're playing Tamir Combatant, man. Put him I still think, uh, no, no, because it balances out, obviously, it's 2v1, so we'll put average. I still do think, though, because Darren was even just about to say it, like, I don't think enough credit is being given for that first season. Like, how can you say don't put... Or don't no, I was, definitely, I was definitely saying the opposite, bro. <laughs> oh, that he did overachieve. No, no, I was basically saying that we shouldn't put too much weight on that first season. Like, he definitely no, exactly. did well. Exactly. Yeah, it's not like... That's my point, though. That's my point. And that's why I said I, I believe you're underrating that achievement from him because you're saying, yeah, on one hand, he's not that good of a manager, yet that that not that good of a manager with a very, very average squad finished in the top four, isn't it? But, hey, mm. it's calm, man. It's calm. We move, we move. He has a lot to prove anyway, and I agree with that. Cool. Yeah, let, let, let's abort as well. Let's bear that in mind. I mean, that's not his fault, though. He did his job. Like, do you know what I'm saying? We, no, we, we had, he beat Man City as well. He had the harder, he had the hardest run out of United mm. and Leicester. So we we had to face City, Liverpool, um, West Ham, um, Sheffield United when they were in the form of their life. So we, we faced hard teams to get that top four spot. So you can say he deserved it, man. He did his thing. Um, but cool. We'll see what happens in the long run. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Average. Yeah. Based on his Premier League, I got to go Av, man. And that's what I like what Josh said in terms of competency. In terms of his um, league position, I believe he's uh, been above average. You know, we're top of the mm. league right now, last season finished first. But in terms of, um, I like that word that Josh said, competency. He's got a way to go, man. Team selection, <laughs> mid-game adjustments. Um, actually, you know, the details, he's not there. I think mm. he might not be harsh, man. I think he's, yeah. I think he's above average as well. You don't think he's above average? I do. I do. You I think don't, average. You don't. Look, do you know what a mediocre manager is? A mediocre manager is what you expected or the expectations that you gave, or how I see it is the expectations that you gave that manager initially, he's just below that. I don't think Oli's just below that. And even at competency as a manager. I don't think so. I think, I think, I think average means that you got to think, yeah, when Oli first got the job. Just think back to when Oli first got yeah. the job, yeah. What were your expectations of Oli? Steady the because shit. Remember, because remember, steady the shit. Thank Did he do that? Has he done that? Huh? I think, I think he has steady the shit. I think exactly. That's why I'm putting him as average because he hasn't. No, no, he hasn't, no, 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 he hasn't no, no. Over, Ooh. he hasn't overperformed because you got to think. He when he, when he he first, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. When he first started, yeah. Remember, everyone's getting gassed because Man United were getting performances. Rio Ferdinand was there saying, give him a blank sheet, let him sign whatever he wants. Da, 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 da. Yeah, we had that so. thing, yeah. Really then so. he absolutely collapsed. Yeah. And he okay. Was, he was underperforming. Yeah. Grand so really. Yeah. Is that me or is that Josh? I think that's Josh still. Oh, yeah, that's Josh. I get what he's, I get what he's saying, isn't it? Just to finish off, yeah. So, so, so from what we um first thought, Oli will come in and do, which is study the ship. He's had periods where he's overachieved and periods where he's underachieved. But if you look at the grand scheme of things, he's coming in and done what he's supposed to do. Like right now, we're not really expecting United to win the league, but he's got them to a position where they're there or thereabouts. So, isn't that above average then? No, because United, United weren't a shit team to begin with. They were. They did. They no, were. no, no. As in, as in, if you look at their team, they weren't a shit team. No, but it was. Really it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. It was the way we performing under Jose was. This isn't an illustration of the actual team. Do you know what I'm saying? And then, um, 
that I, it goes back to what I was saying prior in terms of if we're talking about you know falling short of or exceeding expectations, then he's above average. He's definitely exceeded expectations. But when you dive into the weeds of it, like he's just not good enough in terms of we always have questions. Like there's a reason why as a United fan, it's hard to have confidence going into every game. Do you know what I mean? It's because I still think Oli holds us back. Mm. Calm, calm. Let's let's keep it stepping then. Isn't it? Average, I guess. I think it's harsh. I think Lampard Oli deserves to be above average. But hey, Carlo Ancelotti, what do we think? What, what are we basing? What are we basing? Are we basing this on his Premier League CV or what he's done for Everton? What he's done for Everton, above average. If we're no, basing I, on purely think, what he's I done think, for Everton, above average. No, but, but it's hard to just base it what he's done for Everton, isn't it? Because but that's but if, the if, question. That's what's the question. It's I'm just not ever under because it's based, every team is based on the t- the team that they've been with currently. Yeah, what, 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 what has Jose done more for Spurs than Ancelotti did for Everton? Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's done much more. Who's higher in the table right now? Everton. I think Tottenham are higher, but then Tottenham are Tottenham are in a final though, which t- they haven't been in f- for years. Well, obviously they got Champions League final, but I mean, like a final they can, like they believe they can win. And, and then stuff as, well, like as, as, yeah, as, well as, as well as that, as well as that, that well, you're looking at projection, who do you project to finish higher in the league, Everton or, or Tottenham? But that's what I'm saying, though. I, I'm not going to um, make Ancelotti's ranking based on projection, isn't it? It's it's what we've seen so far. That's what I'm saying. And now you see what I'm trying to say with you, man. In terms of what Darren is doing now, he's putting more weight into his competency as a manager as opposed to what he's doing. No, no, I I agree, but I'm I'm saying, yeah, right now we're in a. We're of not, course, we know based on currently Josh, where they Josh, are. Yeah, we, Josh, we would say they're neck and neck in it. So I'm Josh, saying, if you're basing it on projection to kind of differentiate where you're going to separate these two. Who do you think is... I'm not basing it purely on projection. I'm just saying right now we're neck and neck as to who we think is doing better. Do you know what? When I think about I mean, it, the Jose one... Know, Jose, team, you expect Spurs to be more successful. Do you know what? In my opinion, if you put... Carlo and Jose have to be in the same cat, innit? That's what I'm I saying. Think, yeah? I, I think Jose should be above average, innit? And, and let's look at what Carlo's done for Calvert-Lewin. Do you know what I'm true, saying? Calvert-Lewin... Is suddenly looking like a serious gunman. For me, yeah, the, the only reason why I'm of this mind state is because remember when the when the season first started and Everton made all these signings, everyone was getting happy. Even Daniel as well, Hamas Rodriguez, he was he was rather than Hamas Rodriguez wave. And I told you, man, these men will regress to where they really and truly should be, you know. Because from the hype from the beginning of the season, they haven't lived up to that hype much as to where they are now. So purely based on that. But on, I mean, on the flip, on, 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 the, on the flip side now, on the flip side now, on the flip side now, Tottenham, no one really had much hype about them before the season, but now they're in a good position. But that's what I'm saying. I think, I think Everton have like lived up to the hype, bro. They're five points off the top of the table with a game in hand. Yeah, exactly. Like, what more do you mm. want? I'll put them in one past them based on that, innit? Fair enough. Fair enough. They're oh, bro, yeah, they're basically. Yeah, fam, they're, they're up there. Like, they're up there. I think you could put both of them on the same level. I agree. Yeah, no. But then again, um, it would be... It wouldn't be world-class. It would be that middle category. But not they're not obviously world-class potential because they're both established managers. Mm. All right, come. We'll just say that Klopp is the top of the world-class category and they're just they're below that. Yeah, mm. exactly. Come. Uh, Dean Smith, Aston Villa. First season, relegation threatened, if not for a, a horror show from... The goal line technology, they would have probably got relegated instead of Bournemouth. But this Bro. season, they're balling out. World class potential, man. Really? Yeah. You gotta think, yeah. 
not even Boy. just to do with, not even just to do and this this is gonna be like a similar justification for for Nuno as well but league position aside yeah you gotta think what he's done for the players around him bro okay. Barkley and Barkley and Grealish right now looking like the deadly duo bro do you know what I'm saying like Douglas Ruiz, Ollie Watkins. These men actually look, these men looking like players. He's making average players play like Ross Barkley previously at um, Chelsea. He's, he's the player that has had so much potential, but he hasn't really been able to perform consistently for them. At Villa, he's been consistent for them, bro. Ollie yeah. Watkins, he's just, he just, he just come up from the championship. Um, He he was at Brentford before. He's coming now. He's looking like a good Premier League player, fam. Do you get what I'm saying? He's, he's getting average players playing out of their skins, man. You gotta give him credit for that, bro. Calm. You agree, yeah? I, I'd Harry. go with above. I'd go I mean, with above. I wouldn't average, argue them for, for putting him in, a, in above average, yeah. But for what for what he's done, I think I think I'll give it to him, man. Personally, me look if if especially if I'm using what you man have been judging these men on, um, in terms of um, what's it called? Their competency as a manager. Slat Liverpool bro, by the way. To have Oli and Lampard. Average and this guy has world class potential. Nah, I'm not having that. He's above average. <laughs> He's above average. That's it. Arteta. I guess. I'm guessing uh, average. Yeah, average. Yeah. And that's there was a bracket between. Well, second second and average. <laughs> <laughs> there was a bracket between there. I'll slap him there, boy. What the FA Cup holds no weight now. He's, bo- he's bottom of that average, bro. The, the Fam, they would the have won the FA Cup with me and you at the helm. <laughs> the Hoyle for the every Cup year. It's run dry. Hey, listen. Man, man's contributed to the decline of a Bemiang, man. Slap him in that. <laughs> you, should get, you should get the sack for that alone, fam. You should get the sack for that alone. Hey, no, and the, the situation as well. That's a bad, that's a bad thing. Look, the Aubameyang, lack of goals. The Ozil situation, the Gwen the situation. Pepe. The Saliba situation, the Pepe situation. Look, hey, for, this for guy's having no second offenses, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Hey, no, no, no. You know what? We I will say criminal. this, though. He's got ideas that I really like in it. The but, FA Cup saved him. It saved him. FA Cup win that is FA Cup. what is oh my keeping God. him, like... You know, like this. You know when they say, like... <laughs> just like that. Bam, he's, he's a lucky guy, man. He's a, I'll nah, allow him. Put, I'll put him in average, but he's bottom of that pile, boy. Yelsa, <laughs> um, Yelsa. Look, let me not be. Let me be honest with you, man. What? I think he's yeah. av. I think he's av. He thinks let so. Let me be honest. I think he's av, man. Yeah, you look, know, I think this leads right. This, look this leads beyond. No look right, beyond. Lead, the lead team are the best of the worst teams in the league, so they're the best of the worst teams in it. But let's look beyond the system, please. I beg you in the name of God. This team. But that's, that's, not that's big, bro. They don't have def- like they don't play, they don't defend, like they do not defend. Look at look at them against and what is the common theme, especially when that woman was getting grilled. Um, I think it was um I forgot the name, Carney, I think her surname is, but she was getting grilled for what she was saying about the Leeds team. Leeds teams, look at championship um folklore and like the history. The reason why they took so long to get promoted is because they've been falling off when it gets to the latter stages of the season. And that's because of how intense the, the system that they're required to play is. It's not a coincidence that they've started picking up some draws, some losses now, especially going into the second half of the season. They're dropping points. And that could cost... Obviously, I don't think they'll get relegated, but that could cost them in terms of us seeing them as this 
team that play this fantastic brand of football. Look, I think average is a stretch. I think he's above average. But to say world-class potential, I disagree, man, because can you say for a fact that Bielsa's system, when he has world-class talent in his team, then man will buy into that. There's a reason why the best team he's managed is Athletic Bilbao, man. Let's be serious, man. I think I think with the team and the and the crop of players you have around you, the system may change in it. But I think, fam, like I think Bielsa can walk into United and do a job with United, bro. Really, I intriguing. disagree. I disagree, man. I think you can walk into Aaron, United and get you, and deal with if, United. If you have the choice now, they said sack Oli and bring in Bielsa. Are you doing that? I it's open right now, isn't it? So it's hard to get to to, to say Oli's should go. But I think Bielsa will come in and do a, a better job than Oli. Uh, I disagree, man. Let's not let's uh, open your eyes about the brand yeah, of football. This is what I'm saying. Like, world class eyes about that. You, don't, you don't think you don't think he has world class potential? Bro, he, look, he's, he's hard to say. It's hard to say how his um his his style would translate to another team because he might adapt. Do you know what I'm saying? He's an Bro, experienced man. manager. These men always say, "Oh, he's the baba." We we learned everything from that's him. What I'm saying, like, bro, that right? matters, yeah, bro. That's that matters. You no, know, you say that he's an experienced manager, he's adapt, but all the guys who are saying that and who have learned off of him all have systems that they haven't changed. Pep has not changed his system. Mourinho hasn't changed his system. Klopp hasn't changed his system. Ancelotti hasn't changed his system. None of them have changed their systems in the teams that they're in. So all this adapt nonsense, bro. He's playing the same way. He's playing the same way. With all these teams. I mean, you, you say you say these men haven't. They, they've tweaked their no. systems, man. Yeah, they've exactly. Their systems. Hey Daniel, Plep, um, Klopp was not playing the same system he did at Dortmund as he is now in 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 Liverpool, bro. Like there, there are elements no, no, which no, are no, similar, no, no. But it's but the same brand. Of, it's no, 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 no. The, exactly, the brand of football is still the same, though. He's going to, bro. Pep, you got to think, Dortmund's team was still was still a good defense. Hold on, Pep's. St- um, Dortmund team was still a good defensive team as much Klopp's as it was a good Klopp's attacking team. team. It was balanced. Bro, mm. yeah, Klopp's Dortmund team. I'm saying Bielsa, he hasn't shown me enough on the defensive side of things to tell me he's just going to walk into a Man United or a Chelsea or an Arsenal and he's going to transform their defence. I don't... Mm. I, I, I dis, just because... But that's what I'm saying. We're not, we're, head, not, we're not judging him based on that. But that's what I'm saying. We're not judging him based, based on, on Leeds. Yeah, and I think he's done well with Leeds, man. Like, getting them up and actually, yeah, getting them up and then making them one of the most funnest teams to watch in the league. You see, you're falling into the trap. So what, you think world-class potential, yeah? No, I think above average. Ah, And that's what I believe as well. I said above average too. Just said world-class potential. We'll put him in above average, innit? Put him there. Um, I think Josh is there, so he's back. Cool. Yes, Josh, you back, yeah? Yeah, my thing was like behind to come back up. No, that's calm. Graham Potter, Brighton, what do you think? I've... Now, now let me see what you do here. Josh, I want I want Josh to answer. Cool, because I'll, I'll catch you. He said, Av. Av. Loud, because you just I said Bielsa. Above, above, above average. Above. Exactly. You just said Bielsa have world-class potential because of the brand of football and how um, Leeds are playing and all of that. Brighton are doing the same exact thing. Did you see the goal? They just they scored against Leeds. Popped them off mm. the park, bruv. I mean, on, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't argue with you for putting him above average, innit? Um, yeah. I don't think he's above average, innit? But I'm basically using I think, I think, I think, I think in that in that above average pile, he's bottom. I think... He, 
you have to fight. Look, come on, Lampard, these men, you man are fight, prioritizing system over league position, and that's unfair, man. He's he, mm. his team is like what 15th, 16th, Darren. I, I, yeah, I think you got the table up. Yeah, yeah so like he's average, he's average. Like these men are average. So, what you're no, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm so, saying. So where, where, where are you putting him then? I put him average because you man are prior. Obviously, I understand his system is good. It's enjoyable mm. to watch, but it's not getting results. It's a results business. I'm factoring both sides of it. If he, Fair if enough. his team was where Newcastle are and he's playing this brand of football, maybe I'd put him above average. But he's not. Mm. And that's I think that's, that's definitely a good point. But you also have to bear in mind. I don't know, man. Sometimes you just don't always get what you deserve. Like there's been numerous games where Brighton have deserved to win. Against us, I think mm. it was against you guys. Like, fam, sometimes you just don't things don't go your way, innit? And I think that's happened to them a lot this season. Do Brian have better players than Newcastle? Josh, yes or no answer, please. No. Yeah. yeah. What? Brighton. Did, uh, did they play better than Newcastle? You did, said they, they have, have better, better players. Better players. Should we go through? Um, one v one. I thought you said. I, I thought you said. Are they playing better than Newcastle? Let me let me quickly do it then. Just their best players. Who are Newcastle's best players? Please bring them to the fore. They're top five. Most of probably, Wilson. yeah, one Callum of the best Wilson. players in the teams. Shelby, yeah. <laughs> John Doe, Shelby, cool. What do you mean um, for that I, level? Shelby, the player. Cool. cool. Saint Maximin, what his name is? Saint Maximin. Um, Almiron. Almiron, guy who don't score but cool. <laughs> um. Sure, sure. The Longstaff twins. <laughs> oh, bros. Neil Mope, Yves Basuma, Lewis Dunk, Ben White, someone who was who proved himself to be one of the best. Wait, so then why are you arguing? I'm taking Lascelles over. I know, I know. I'm talking to Darren. I'm talking to Darren. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to be, look, we're going off, but I just think Brighton should be in a better position. If you're like with the football that he's playing in it, he should be getting results. And if he's not getting results, then we have to look at him and question him because they're not getting results. Yeah, that's fair. So average for me, man. Espirito Santo. World class potential, man. I think they're having an underwhelming season. Yeah, but... they are, man. They're 14th in the league right now. No, but, but then he has it. I do believe he has it. That's but the imminent really... injury is big though. Exactly, and that's someone I can give. Because, the... bro, that like, fam, what this guy, like, I don't know what this guy does with his players. Like, Pedence is just looking like a flipping baller, fam. Like, Neto as well. This guy just creates players, fam. Like, he just creates players, fam. I'm sorry, you can't, you can't dismiss a manager who, that, like, like, um, Darren said, yeah, some of these um games have just been unfavorable, innit? Yeah, you know I'm saying just been, just been unlucky, man, but. Think longevity, man. What this guy is doing for his players here, like he's bringing out the best out of these man, fam. Like it's, it's gonna pay off, man. Like I'm sorry, I can't, I can't put him in in the same category as some. This guy has world class potential. I'm telling you, man. Now fam. he has world. No, nah, I agree with that. But it's just hard to say that based on their league position. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, I do hear that. But then you got to think as well for for his tenure in the Premier League. Wolves have been a very good team. And Definitely. he's missing his best. He's missing his best player as well. Best so, player, yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, I'm, I don't mind what class potential still. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not mad with that. Sean Dash, thank him. It's about no, time. I don't think so, man. I think he's have man based on his Burnley career, bro. To be fair, they've no, no, no. Yeah, he's done a good job keeping him up. He's done a good job keeping him up. He, he's, he's got a judge. He's done something, and he, he knows how to keep them up, bro. So I, I think average man. He, like he's calm. No, no, he's done a good job keeping him up. Uh, cool. 
We've got Ralph Hassan who Southampton. I think he's got world potential. Yeah, yeah. Well, 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 mm. I would love to see him at United. I would love to see him at United. Definitely, man. Definitely. And last but not the least, <laughs> no, the, the mandem, the mandem giver. I say he's, he's the father. He's the father to the fatherless, bruv. Fam, this, this guy, this guy's like this guy's like the uh, the the old P teacher, man. You know that P teacher that was always just called the mandem and that. Like, loves the black man. Loves, plays, lo- plays, loves the black man. Loves the plays black all girl. of them up front, fam. You know, Literally, you know man. the back. <laughs> Right, right, let's above average for me, man. Above yeah, average, I think above average, above yeah. average, yeah, definitely. Because hey, and he listen, he got Bear, um Eze on pace to be a fifty million pound player real soon. Boy, that's big praise, big praise, and you heard it here from Daz, isn't it? But um, yeah, man, just last thoughts. Obviously, we've got to give our um, appreciation to Wayne Rooney. Obviously, retired, taking up the derby job um, full time. Greatest um, English player to ever grace the planet. Yeah, man, Come I'd on. even made the argument top two, top three, top three, I'd say, strikers to grace the Premier League in terms of career, longevity. So, Aguero, I think, I think, I think players, you know, I think he's a top, yeah, three same, player. same, yeah, because it's, it's hard I, to I, just I, put back as a striker, man. Yeah, I'm not, I'm you, not, you I'm know not what, angry. what stands out to me is I don't know if you man saw the clip of what he did for DC United when he went when, when he, he um, back for the corner, and then, bro, bro, how many. When we're listing the best players to ever play the game, how many of those guys make that play? And bro, you gotta think like he was Very a player true. that played with no ego, man. Like, bro, wherever, wherever the value play, of that, play. you can't, you can't, you can't measure the value of that. Yeah, what 100%. do we go as far and say Wayne Rooney was generational because he came in at sixteen? He bro, he was generational. Man, are getting onto him for retiring at thirty. But fam, this guy's had a long career, you know, and like, bro, the mileage this guy's done, the mileage this guy's done, like, man, man was running for like two players on the pitch every single game, bro. Like, bro, Fergie was bro. telling him, bro, stay up the pitch. Like, you don't need to come all the way. Like, fam, the mileage this guy's done, nah, man. I think that's crazy then. Legend, you have bro. a player like that, that willing to go cam, willing to go center mid, willing to go left bro. mid. It was, the, it was the year he went left mid and had to sacrifice like that. Man, man, they're moving like this is NBA football. You play your position, you don't, when I'm you're telling good, you. Man, don't sacrifice like that, that. And bruv, correct me if you think I'm wrong, yeah, but I think Wayne Rooney might be the best um Swiss Army knife you've ever seen in football. That's what I'm I saying. Think, I think I he think is, bro. Because you can put him anywhere on the pitch anywhere. and he's going to do a job for you. If you, yeah. had, if you had his FIFA card out, he'll probably have 85 in like every single category. Yeah. 85 uh, passes. 85 shooting. 85 passing. I've always said. Josh, you know, Josh, like, the, the key point about that is he's not selfish with it. Yeah, he's yeah, 100, humble 100. enough to say, "I can, I can do whatever you're going to ask me to do mm. at a high level." Like, and he was such get a numbers, player. and he'll still and get numbers. numbers. Thank you. Numbers. And then on top of that, like, well, hey, listen, I think he last my last point. I think right. he only played like two or three seasons as the main main man for us, but he still ended up as um, the second highest goal scorer in the history of the Premier League, highest goal yeah. scorer in the history of Manchester United, second highest assist man in Premier League history, total yeah, ninety Wayne Rooney. I know you love him. I know you love him. Relax, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. Rooney is part of my childhood. <laughs> well, you what? You're gonna cry now, or what? fam? Yeah, no, he's gonna, he's gonna break out in song, fam. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't, man. Real legend, man. Uh, real legend, man. Real, wow. real shooter, yeah. man. I, I rate him. And then, obviously, lastly, before we close, um, Urzel, man, it's, it's done. Finally done. I mean, the, we don't want to get that too invested in this we'll talk about it on another episode but yes or no quickly he, he one line one line 
He does. He does. Definitely. He does but, man. unfortunately, to kind of... Yeah, I'm sure he, the bag that he left with made him very happy because oh, he was... 100%. 100%. But he to close that, though, obviously, do you think he was a flop? Because on the balance of it, I think he edges closer to a flop than to a success. No, I, I think, think so. But I don't, I don't think that's all on him, though. Exactly. Of course. Of course. Of course. Do you know what I mean? I, would, I, I wouldn't he, say he's a flop. I wouldn't say he's a flop, but I would say his Arsenal career was a flop. Yeah, but that's yeah, more than on that career. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I yeah. mean, I mean, it happens, isn't it? Like that's that's life, isn't it? Do you know what I'm saying? Sometimes the team that you go to don't give you what you what you require, and that also hinders you and hinders your performance. And bro, it's, it's not only that as well. The past couple seasons, he's exactly what they needed, but because of um, something that he's standing up for as far as human rights, you're not putting them on the pitch. Like you're taking away his opportunity as well. Like I think it's it's hard to say he's a flop, man, because he could have been balling out since he t- until he left. You know what I'm saying? But he wasn't even given that opportunity. And I think do you know why the Arsenal was good, man, for him, yeah. Because, bro, let's not even fool it in it. Ozil was a luxury player, man. He's he's in the category of a of a of a Thiago, um, one of them, man. Then it just like Rolls Royce players, man. And I feel like with players yeah. like, like like a Pogba. But we've seen like with players like that, you got to surround them with with machines. You got to surround them with engines, man. Yeah. At France, at France, Pogba surrounded by Kante and Matuidi, bro. They do the legwork for him, and my man, she get me. He he's the Rolls Royce that he is, man. But Arsenal didn't really. I mean, they tried with like Torreira and a couple of other players there, but they didn't really gift him with what he needed in the midfield for him to really be Ozil, wasn't it? You see what I'm saying? No, I hear that. Yeah. But yeah, man, that's where we'll wrap it up. Um, it's been another episode of Eyes on the Ball TV. Um, I want to thank Amanda once again giving that insight, giving that takes. There's a lot of funny stuff in this. Um, hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, we got a load of stuff coming out this week. Um, there's just bare stuff. Just expect a Chelsea show, a United show, NBA talk, NFL talk is heating up. Obviously, we're getting to Darren, divisional, divisional conference final. Where, what do they call it? Yeah, we're NFL? about to get to the championship games. I'm, I'm yeah, about man, to yeah. watch Brady versus Drew Brees right now. So listen, it's a madness. Getting closer to the Super Bowl, getting ever closer. We know that Darren's going to be doing um, a stream yard, a live on um, on the Super Bowl, basically. So we got a lot of stuff coming out. Just make sure you're keeping active, keeping there. Hit the bell so you never miss a video. Like, comment, subscribe, do all of that good stuff. Like we always say. I mean, this was a juicy episode. A lot we we discussed. So just let us know what you think. But it's been your boy Daniel. We out. Jesus. I got my eye on the ball. I got my eye on the ball. Yeah. Uh, I got my eye on the ball. Uh, I got my eye on the ball. Yeah. I got my eye on the ball. I got my eye on the ball.